When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna. It's Steve. It's Mike the Zamboni. All at your service. Hour three of the program. Thank you for listening. Oh, man. What's the matter, Steve? It says the northern lights were visible to a large portion of the United States last night. Son of a gun. Minnesota was one of those states. I just want to... I've never. I don't think I've ever seen them. I've never seen them. Oh man! Man, why do I? I need to. I need like a Northern Lights app on my phone. That's the alert. Oh, to get an alert. That's cute. Yeah. You should do that. You should go to Iceland. It's a good place to see them. I hear it smells like sulfur there. Really? Maybe not all throughout Iceland. Sulfur. (laughs) What? No. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna look this up now. That's random. No, I really think that's true. Like, you know, uh, Iceland smells. I'm just going to do that. Uh, see what comes up. Cold surfaces such as ice absorb. Oh, no, that's. Uh, okay, hang on. My buddy was at the. One of the little hot spring situations or whatever. And they say that they. Uh, okay, why do the hot springs in Iceland smell bad? <clears throat> Sit down, everyone. Like the water from the hot tap, the hot springs in Iceland heat up thanks to geothermal energy. That means they can smell like sulfur, which is commonly associated with eggs or farts. That's actually the description online. Okay, thanks. That's an interesting thing about eggs. They really overcame that bad press, didn't they? Yeah. Although your own egg, if you make, if you're eating eggs, you love your eggs. <laughs> Hear me out. If you come down and someone had cooked eggs within the last twenty minutes, but the eggs are now gone horrifying scent no one ever says oh it smells like eggs in here but we like to eat eggs and broccoli broccoli is very similar sure if you nuke some broccoli yeah and then you have an open house that's (laughs) not the way to go what's up with that i don't know are we done with that sulfur thing now i think so all right i have before me a list of the most overrated movies in the history of cinema. Wow. You're not going to be real happy about it. All right. I don't think. Why? This is coming. This is really coming from a, a BuzzFeed question and what people posted. Okay. Avatar, number one on the list. Now, I've heard this kind of thing before because people push back and say it is a visual visual cinematic masterpiece. 
you're not going to say you'll never guess what happened in the story. Right. I, I right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, somebody else said, the the most recent one. I saw it last month. I don't remember a thing about it. <laughs> they were swimming in the ocean and there was a cool whale. I remember liking <laughs> this one a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. that What they said after that, I'm glad I didn't read. Now I want to know. Here, Mike, tell people the weather. Donna's going to read it to me off the air. Okay. Mix of sunshine and clouds today. Still cool. 50 for a high tonight. We dropped down to 28. 25 was the record low back in 1907. But then uh, we'll get back up to 52 tomorrow. Mostly sunny. Right now it's 42. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Thanks, Mike. That was great. Okay. Mm. Number two on the list, the notebook. They're coming right at my... I know, and your girl was on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday. Rachel McAdams? Yes. Just a profile? Yes. Did she seem lovely? Yeah. I tell you. She seems quiet She seems sweet. timeless, doesn't she? Yes. She has a timeless beauty. She's coming There's back. There's this way about her. Yes. She's always seemed like she's has the sensibilities of like a woman in her 50s. Yes. Yeah. Present company excluded. <laughs> but you know, like, just like. Oh, you wise. mean a woman in her 50s, not in the 50s. I mean, in her 50s. Right. I yeah, thought yeah, you yeah. meant in the 1950s. No, no, okay. Donna. All right. Got it. But just like, you know, like wisdom. Uh, like, so you like her. I get it. But I was saying, you know, it's not just like, oh, she she looks beautiful, but there's this elegance, this class about her. Yeah. You She's know? elegant. That's a great way to describe her. Anyway, <laughs> oh Black Panther, they put on the list of overrated. Shakespeare in Love. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. No idea. It beat Saving Private Ryan for Best Picture. I oh mean, my gosh. that is not okay. <laughs> That's not okay. Forrest Gump. I could see where people would think that was overrated. It, you know, it was cute. It was a cute look at pop culture through the sure. eyes of this, you know, innocent person. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would vote to take that off the list. It's been a long time since I've seen Forrest Gump. Probably since 1994 or five, whenever it came out. Really? I should see it again. Oh, my God. Some of the comments on here are so... Read this. Read what I can't. All right. It's Baby Boomer's love letter to the smell of their own bleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, going right back to eggs. What site is this on? BuzzFeed. Buzz, this is a BuzzFeed. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, La La Land, Jurassic World. Do, do you, can you guys think of something that you thought was overrated? No, you know, I, this list when I looked at it this morning kind of harmed me because obviously they had Avatar there. Get notebook. The Dark Knight was also on that, Ooh. and I was like, guys. Yes, it they was. said because if you think of it for more than like two seconds, none of it makes any sense. Hmm. Love the Dark Knight. I like the Dark Knight too. That's like your favorite, right? It has yeah. long, one long been my favorite movie. I, I'm sure I could be persuaded otherwise now, but it's so good. Oh, the opening scene of the Dark Knight, the Heath yeah, Ledger so reveal as the Joker. Are you kidding me? So good. Bank robbery, right? Yes. Yeah. Bunch so of different jokers, all in yes. different joker masks. Because there was a joker convention. And they start killing each other off <laughs> one by one. Donna. Right. 
They kill each other off as yeah, they do this great. big bank robbery. And then at the end, you're you're waiting. You're waiting to see Heath Ledger. And you see all these other clowns and masks. And they kill each other off. And all the money's just left for a couple. And sure enough, Had he Heath takes Ledger- his mask off and says, whatever doesn't kill you makes you, rips the mask off, stranger. Boom. And then he leaves. You're like, yeah, this dude's he's cool. Had he already died before he, the he movie had. came out? Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um... The Revenant is on the list of most overrated movies. I've never seen that. I think it all has to do with that bear thing, right? Hiding in a bear. Is he hiding a bear? He is attacked by a bear. But doesn't he end up killing the bear and hiding in the bear skin? It sure looks that way. Mole skin. Gravity. Crash. I remember thinking that about Crash, too. Did you see that one? I don't know if I saw Crash. Everybody was loving Crash. Somebody said, I saw it, and it genuinely looked like a cheaply made film by a college student for their class project. Frozen is on the list. How oh, dare you. That's a um, good movie. I, I didn't think it was a great movie. Sorry. It's got really good writing. Very good writing. Comedic. Some people say it's a 7 out of 10, not a 10 out of 10. Frozen? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go 8. There are so many fun. other better, similar Disney movies. Uh, the Irishman... I agree. Do you remember The Irishman? It was on Netflix, I think. I passed. I didn't watch that. Okay. It was Water long. for Elephants. Oh, I kind of like that I'd like to watch movie. that. Circus Fantasy by James Newton Howard is a song in that, from that score. Oh, That's all I know of it. And it is a moving piece of music. Oh, sweet Lord really? in heaven. I read the book. You want to hear it when we come back? Okay. Do you want to go now? Yeah, I think so. Love, 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 When we come back. You're my best friend. Ah, Donna. The worst workers come from this generation. Ooh. It is not what you think. Okay. But first, we're giving something away. Oh, yeah, we are. Hey, Mike. Yeah. What are we giving away? We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to see an American Tale, the musical, a children's theater company commissioned world premiere production in association with Universal Theater Theatrical Group. So that's what's going on. It's going to be on stage April 25th through June 18th. Four tickets. All right. Caller. Four. Right now. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. For a bunch of people who love TV. My Talk 1071. So how do I say goodbye? Someone who's been with me for my whole damn life. You gave me my name and the color of your eyes. See your face when I look at mine. So how do I, how do I, how do I say goodbye? Gonna steal some time and start again. You'll always be my closest friend. And someday Thanks for listening, you guys. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. What? I learned something last week that I just want to tell everybody. If you're ever without a check, if you don't have a checkbook and you need to drop off a check, all right, this situation is gonna be rare. But you can go to your bank and just purchase individual checks. A buck a check. Okay. They sell them in in books of three. Interesting. I thought it was. That's funny you say that. I have to go deposit a check today. 
I needed to do something that required a check, and I don't carry a checkbook. What am I, like a Revolutionary War reenactor? (laughs) (laughs) So I had to go home. That's offensive. And I was like, that's going to be an hour round trip just to go pick these. And then I, I found out you can get them just from any bank. Sure. They do that when you open a new checking account. Oftentimes, they'll give you some starter checks. Oh, yeah. And then you just leave there and just start writing checks left and right. Okay, bye. <laughs> Let's do studies have shown that medical- studies have shown that the microbial- several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown, and here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Well, there was a new poll of thirteen hundred bosses who found the best and worst generations of workers that they have. Okay, this is a new survey by Resume Builder. They found that this generation are now seen as the best employees. Care to guess? Well, you said it's not who you think. So I'm going to guess Generation Z. Millennials. Oh. They said that millennials... (laughs) 70 uh, are the best employees. Get this, though. 74% said Gen Z is harder to work with than any other generation. What 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 years? Young. So we're talking people in their 20s? 20s, upper teens, probably. Here's the most surprising statistic, one could argue, when asked why Generation Z workers aren't so great, the top answer was... They're bad with tech, technology, Gen Z. Really? These young little Jetson kids. Really? Here's my thinking as to why. Sure, you can edit an Instagram reel and know how to go on TikTok Live, but do you know how to run, uh, like set up an Excel document to do a spreadsheet? Oh, yeah. So I think they're, they're, they're obviously very tech savvy in some ways, but maybe not in some more of the rudimentary ways that many workplaces want you to be because you can't be an accountant and be like all right so i'm not good like with excel but if you guys want to go live during this meeting like they're like i don't care i don't care they can't do a powerpoint presentation probably i've never set up a successful powerpoint in my life i've never even tried i don't i don't know how to do excel either my brother does spreadsheets and makes like the cells, yes. you know, the cells Yes. like talk to each other and like, oh, if you put this in this and this and this, then it can tell you what goes in that. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Mike, do you know how to do this stuff? Uh, I'm learning, Sarah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. As a financial analyst, so okay. yeah, she had like spreadsheet upon spreadsheet and yes, the like cell in this one is talking to this other one over here and then it pulls over here and if, if true, then this and there's like all these different uh, It's agreements. almost like computer programming. It is, yeah, it essentially is, yeah. 
Wow. Did, did you take computer programs? No, of course we not. We had to like make games, you know, like you have like 50 lines and, you know, one of the lines will say, if this, then line two is just weird. The top five complaints about Gen Z workers in this survey say they have a lack of tech skills, lack of effort, lack of motivation. Really? They're not as productive as other workers. And they are, quote, easily distracted. Poor communication skills and being easily offended just missed the top five. Boy, there's something that's funny that that made the list. Gen Zers being too easily offended. I I got to know the ages. I got it pulled up here. So oh, Gen Z you. is 11 to 26 year old. Okay. Millennials is 27 to 42. And then Gen X would be 43 to 58. Boomers. 59 to 77. Uh, Two-thirds of bosses said that they had to fire Gen Z workers more often than other employees. The top three reasons are uh, that lack of motivation that we said and not trying hard enough and sort of going back to the offended thing that they're too thin-skinned. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The one thing that I noticed, not shaming anybody, um... When starting to work with millennials at the time was mm-hmm. just the lack of these are just the people that I worked with at one time. I'm not talking about all millennials, like the lack of respect for the work. Do you know what I mean? Like we'd have an intern and the intern would be like, I can't come in today because it's raining. Okay. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. and because they weren't getting paid, they didn't see the, why they would have to come in. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, honey, if you want your college credits, you need to show up. No, you could say honey. I couldn't say honey. Correct. I wouldn't say honey. I don't think I've ever called anyone like hon. I'm starting to do honey more. Are I've you? been working honey in, in the last... To um, your wife? Yeah, w- with my wife. And then I'll find me saying it to kids, too. I used to... My mom and, like, grandma would call me honey all the time. And um, I'll, I'll even say it, like, to little Deb sometimes. I will occasionally say it to Lou. And then sometimes I'll just find myself, instead of, like, come here, buddy. But just not, like, hey, honey, come here. Just aw, sit down. But not to a stranger. You wouldn't say that to, like, a waitress. Like, thanks, hon. No, but I, I prefer it if they say it to me. It makes me feel like I'm at an old-timey, down-home diner. Yeah, like, like she's got to have the pad in her pocket. Yeah, go right? ahead, hon. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In Pittsburgh, so many huns. Really? Hey, hon. Yeah. Jin's know what you want? What does that mean? That means, do you know what you'd like oh, to eat? Oh, Jin's want. No. That's, do you all know what you want? Wow. Jin's know what you want? Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, here, I have another quick survey. Okay. Study. I'm ready. What do very people have in common? The Wall Street Journal followed up with the 12% of respondents in a recent survey who called themselves very happy and asked them, what's going on here? When you're very happy, what are some common things? Here are the traits that they shared. The very happy people. Companionship. 67% of the happiest people said that marriage was very important to them compared to 43% of overall respondents. Hmm. Um, religion, two thirds of very happy people characterize themselves as moderately or very religious. The overall share less than half by comparison. The very happy people were also 
closer to death. People 60 and over accounted for 44% of the happiest group, but represented 30% of total survey respondents. I wonder if that's because a lot of those people are retired. And that's why they responded to the survey? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's why they're happy. Oh, I see, because they're not working anymore. Uh, gym rats. Fitness was a common interest among very happy people. I feel like I clicked three out of four on that. Companionship. Oh, good for you. Religion, gym rats. And I might be cl- I'm closer to death today than I was yesterday. That's true. Did Aren't you take the survey? I didn't take the survey. Oh. No, but only 12% of the original survey said that they were very happy. Very happy is, you know, content, happy. These are thin lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Guess who's here? Oh, I do smell seafood. You do? Is it lobby? Is it DJ uh, Rock Lobster? It is. What's he look like? Much thinner. I'll tell you all about that in about 20 seconds. Rocco, uh, he I just looks so, so trim. Yeah, his yeah, jawline almost poked me. He the looks other happier, day. too. Yes. He's not as crabby for a lobby. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got a fun thing with him that's coming up next. Stay there. Once again, to talk to you about MNFatLoss.com. I just got another compliment in the hall, in addition to these last two compliments. I am feeling good. I uh, woke up today and weighed myself. I'm down another pound. When I started the MNFatLoss.com plan, right around St. Patrick's Day, I was weighing in in the mid-190s. I weighed in this morning in the low 170s. You know what that means? That means I've lost like... 24 pounds in just over a month. You could too lose up to a pound of fat every day and you can do it like me, eating foods that you like. Um, I'm eating steak, I'm eating pork tenderloin. I'm eating, uh, my new favorite is like uh, zucchini noodles with meat sauce. I mean, come on, these are good things. I'm not counting calories, I'm not counting points, I'm not exercising. You could lose up to a pound of fat a day like me. Results may vary. MNFatLoss.com Oh, man. So true. We, uh, Donna and I were looking back on the show. We always do. We go through it with a fine-tooth comb, and we want to figure out ways we can be better every day for you all. And we thought, oh, that was cool. At one point, we asked for emails during the commercial break, figured our inbox would be flooded. We got two. <laughs> and then Donna was like, hey, if you want to give us a call about the most overrated movie of all time, zero people called in. So I guess uh, we want to say to you guys, come on, man. <laughs> Do better. I, Mike, I just said to Steve during the commercial break, I go, we were talking about math. And I go, you know what I'm bad at? And Steve just goes, yes. I'm like that's fair I was almost shocked like are we finally doing this (laughs) and not you permission to speak Uh, thank you to our listener Sue who said uh, listening between 1040 and 11 this morning on the way to the dentist laughing out loud you two are great and your relationship is wonderful thanks Sue psychologist with a heavy job thanks Sue Sue. I forget what we were talking about there Elon Musk and that was at the very oh, end. Oh, those stupid adjective things. No, that was earlier in 10 o'clock. No, you moved it down. Did I really? You mm-hmm. sure did, Steve. To 1040? You got it. Wow. And then uh, you asked me what else I wanted to talk about, and I said Helen Mirren. And you said, well, you wrote Elon Musk down. And I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Well, you teased Elon Musk. You wrote Helen Mirren as well. You're you right. teased Elon and Musk. And you have to deliver when you tease, tease. someone.
Leg lengthening subject. This sounds absolutely horrible. I'm not the tallest of people, and I really don't have the urge to see dust in places I am not tall enough to see. That's good. That from Ryan. I like it. Leg lengthening surgery. Hello, I'm a short guy, five foot two, and an occupational therapist. I've worked with people who needed leg lengthening surgery due to congenital conditions or accidents. It's really cool and effective technology, but it is a long and painful process. I'd love to be taller, but unless it was absolutely medically necessary, you couldn't pay me enough to do that procedure. All the best, Kyle. Well, hey, Kyle. Thanks. Um, Anything else you'd like to say? Hi, just sending an email to email, and I will take the letter P. Love you guys. That from Sarah. <laughs> Are we giving letters away? <laughs> uh, yeah, she's a, yeah, she'd like to buy a vowel. Um, I don't know when we're going to do that segment. But I feel like sometime this week feels appropriate. You know when it feels appropriate? On mm. our way out. Meaning contracts not yes, extended. Yes, correct. That kind of thing? <laughs> yes. I mean, how much do you have left on yours? I better check. Yeah. I don't know. Not a lot. I'm just saying. Good we could point. squeeze it in this week. All right. Especially You're leaving us. I'm, not le- I'm going to be on the air every day this week. All right. I'll just be in... You're going to be getting up early then, huh? I am. If the show is starting two hours earlier, yeah. um, You could do the show in your PJs. It's fine. No, I like to, you know, even when when I broadcast from home, I told you, like, I've never not, like, like, I've never done the show in sweats and a tank top. I'm always, like, dressed. Yeah. I feel like I should be. That's an interesting thing to do. And respectful and gets me brownie points, yes? Wow, he even takes it seriously sure, from there. Sure, sure. I mean, there are some people who would say, if you look good, you feel good. And if yes. you feel good, then you sound good. I remember when during the pandemic, they were t- so everybody working at home, and we had some guests on Twin Cities Live who were talking about, put on your the shoes that you wear to work and wear them in your house. Because it's this, it's there's something subconsciously happening when you do that, as opposed to the sweats that have the stain on them and some ratty tank top and you're just saying i'm not turning my camera on today on zoom i used to work with um a woman in new york who i i was like a little phone operator assistant person and her name was janet and janet said when i came in to pull her music as we called it she's like my mom just called me i go oh yeah what's up she's like my mom said what are you wearing and she said i'm wearing sweatpants and her mom said well, you sound like you're wearing sweatpants. Oh, wow. <laughs> and ever since she said that, I always have that in the back of my mind. Like, there is something to that. Yeah. Look good, feel good, present Yeah. good, well, like whatever. It. Let that be our tip um, of the day. Yeah, but I'll be, I'll be on all week, so it's going to be fun. I'll give you, Donna, I'll bring stories. I can't wait. Burbank. I love That's it. where Leno is. Yeah. That's where Johnny Carson used to be. It's where is Leno still on the air? He is not. Okay. Does he live in Burbank? He does live in Burbank. Oh, I think I might have made that up. I, I I'm okay with it. It sounds believable. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's back. Everybody it's says. Always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be.
this studio today, huh? I could it use is. some soup. And and the temp is jacked up over there. Yeah. All right, he's going to big time us. It's fine. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Oh, we have to leave him a nice please message. Please leave a message at the tone. Weenie. When finished, okay. you may hang up or press pound for additional options. Oh, this guy, am I right? Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, it's Don and Steve. Hey, we were just checking in to see how your weekend was. Yeah, um, no need to call back. We probably called at a bad time. I bet it's busy with the lunch rush. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for everything that you do for us. Thank you for the soup. Yeah, the soup is fun. And, uh, and yeah, we'll just try and catch you later. Bye. Uh, bye now. Ooh. What a bag. Right? I mean, what is that about? That's like a power move. Stop leaving me better, nicer messages. <laughs> I mean, we should go <laughs> shove him. <laughs> oh, man, I really wanted to know what it was. I, uh, I do, too. Oh, well, what do you do? I don't know. Fine. What do you do? Nothing. What do we do? I don't know now. I uh, just got another email that said numbers. Let's do the numbers <laughs> game. I say 10. That's you want Ryan. me to tell you what I'm bad at? Okay. And I don't know if other people are. And this is why I fake puzzles. Like I just move the pieces around when I'm sitting with a group of people just to act like I'm doing something. <laughs> oh, uh, spatial relations. Like, if I were to take an IQ test, right, and I have the hardest time with that. Huh. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. I just, I can't, it hurts my head so bad. Example. Um, puzzles. Does that couch fit <laughs> in that room? I struggle getting furniture through doorways. Yeah, some of that. You know how you'll see, like, a triangle, a circle, a square. Uh-huh. And then a circle, a triangle, a square. And then on a like SAT test, the next thing would say, what is the next natural sequence? Right. It hurts. Like it it's hurting just thinking about it right now. Thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. It's a problem. And I don't like it. Um Yeah, I, this is because your son was part of a math oh math team that's right yeah team. yeah and it just got me thinking to that because you said it was the, a lot of word problems i can't i can't deal yeah. with that when one train leaves from one station that whole thing yeah no going you know 90 miles per hour but the second train also when it's carrying Susie. when you're looking at an atlas and it's like this length is equivalent to 300 miles that i could do i don't want to like. do it though I want you to just tell me. It's usually an inch is so many miles. So if you're mapping out a trip, you'll know how long it... Forget it. You should do an Atlas master class. I was told there would be no math today. I would like to. You going to the gym today? I got to see how things are at home first. Okay. Thank you. We well, can just always drive there, if sit not, outside and decide, do I want to go in or not? Let the um, feeling hit you. Did I tell you that story? Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to go. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. I love you guys. And uh, we'll be on 9 to Noon. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Low J after that. It's all next. It is, in fact, Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services, where they like to say they keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. Where simple cremations start, it's just $800. Uh, like I say a lot, I was talking to a hospice nurse at a My Talk party, and she said, Rocco, I want to talk to you about uh, all these things you've been saying about Crescent Tide. And I was like, uh-oh. She's going to say, I've been doing it all wrong, and, and they're terrible. No, 
<laughs> she wouldn't say that. She said, no, seriously, they are great. I recommend them to all my clients because A, it's pretty much the best price around and they're just good people over there, Lisa and Verlin. And if you look at their Google reviews, which I always encourage you to do, you'll see person after person says, wow, I called them. They were prompt. They were courteous. They were sympathetic. They really helped out in a time of stress, in a time of grief, in a time of need and at a great price. Simple cremation start at just $800. If you want to add on things like a visitation or a fancier urn or whatever, you can do that, but they'll talk you through it. Check them out today. Use my talk keyword cremation 